Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bill's sideline reporter Sal Capaccio is on the WBEN Trocare College live line this morning. Sal, you were on the sidelines last night. You were on the team plane. You saw the fans at the airport this morning. How about this victory from some unsung heroes? Yeah, you're right about that. Got in late last night, early this morning, actually not too long ago, to be honest with you. And um, I don't even know. I mean, I, don't, I didn't sleep much myself. And then when she got to the airport and saw all those fans, uh, hard not to be <coughs> sorry, hard not to be impressed with them coming out and supporting their team as they always do. And you're right about the unsung heroes, the backups, guys who had to come in and play. Balen Spector coming in for Tyrell Dodson, Dane Jackson coming in for Rasul Douglas, Trent Sherfield coming in. For Gabe Davis, Deontay Hardy making the uh, the big touchdown on the punt return. Now, this was a true team effort all along the way for the Bills to win their fourth straight AFC East title. I, Sal, just an incredible game um, and, and just the most Bills game possible. It's like the season in a nutshell. You get halfway through and it looks like, oh my goodness, they're right there, but they can't finish. They can't do anything right and, and they might lose the game because of it. Then you have a one momentous turnaround, and the defense paves the way for winning that game and, and going the rest of the way. I, I, I want to start with the defense. How about the way that they played with the injuries they faced against the most high-powered offense in the league, the, the offense that no one stopped talking about from September onto here, didn't do anything in the second half, barely anything in the game. How did they get it done? Well, I think, you know, they had to be – look, I know people hate this term. It was complementary football, right? Complementary football is when one group is not necessarily playing up to their standard and the other group carries them. And in the first half, obviously, um, you know, the Bills, they were moving the ball, but they couldn't finish like you said. But, you know, the defense made a couple key stops to keep it as a 14-7 game. And then the offense early in the first half, second half couldn't do anything. What happened? They The special teams stepped up. The special teams are the ones that kind of bailed out the offense to get points on the board. They had a lot of yards. They had no points. And then once that happened, you know, the offense started getting a rhythm. They had the big long drive for a touchdown to Dawson Knox to eventually seal the game. But then the defense just went on lockdown. Uh, the second half of the Miami Dolphins offensively, their drives ended punt, 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 interception. The Dolphins ran for 101 yards on offense in the first half. They were, they were beating the Bills on the ground. The Bills held them to seven yards total on the ground in the second half. It was a, a true game of you know complimentary football and adjustments at halftime that got it done Deontay Hardy's punt return I mean was that maybe helping to make this the most complete game of the year for the team 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think complete game as far as offense, defense, special teams, and you know, the offense still only put up 14 points. But I think what that did was it just really energized the sideline. It energized the team. You know, I talked to guys after the game who said once that happened, they kind of knew like that's it. We're going to win this game. Let's go out. They need. I think they felt they needed one stop. The offense would get the ball back and score, and that's exactly what happened. And then after that, the defense had to come up with a couple of stops themselves, obviously, and they did at the end of the game. And um, yeah, it was a it was a really really you know big moment. It was a a signature play, of course, of 2023. When when we look back now, yeah, Hardy's punt return incredible. And then you have uh, Sal this Surefield touchdown that I I think uh, Chris Brown on the call uh, described it as like a center fielder, you know, making a catch, uh, an adjustment, finding the ball up in the sky, describing it you know, kind of perfectly. But here are two guys who I don't know if I want to say disappointment, but they've certainly been quiet throughout the year, yeah. and they make the two big plays in the biggest game of the year so far. That's why it's important to, you know, be to have depth and know your role, work hard, wait for your opportunity. That's what those guys talk about all the time. You never know when your number's called. And when it is, you better be ready. You got to prepare like you're going to be the guy that week. You got to prepare like you're going to make the big play that week. And... Trent Sherfield talked a lot about that to me in the locker room. And he said he has he's had personal disappointment this year with, you know, not playing as much as he'd like to and, you know, not having those opportunities. But you have to stay ready. You have to stay focused. And that's what happened. And I know that Deontay Hardy, you know, he hasn't been as involved in the offense. and People have been waiting for a big play. You know, I listen to fans a lot of times who say, why is this guy on the team? Bench him. Cut him. Like, this is, you know, this is why you wait to, to you, it, you never know. Right? I mean, it, it's you can't have those knee-jerk reactions. And sometimes, yes, you know, you have to make a change. But a lot of times it just comes down to opportunity and making those plays when they happen, and that's what happened in those situations. Stefan Diggs came alive again. What is it with him? He plays so well against Miami. Well, Josh Allen plays really well against Miami, and that helps, right? I mean, you know, the being able to, um, again, go what Josh had over 400 yards himself in this game, rushing and passing. But I think they made a conscious effort, Susan, to get the ball to Stefan Diggs. Look at the very beginning of the game. First couple plays, I think it was, they went to him like at least the first play and then right after that sometime soon. And then this first play of the second half, they go go to him. I mean, he would have had another 80-something yards. He would have had 160 yards if Josh could have connected. Three weeks in a row now, they've missed on a deep ball that would have been a really long touchdown. And if they connect just on two of those three, we're having a much different conversation about Stefan Diggs and his season and the way it's gone. But I think at least they were much more connected and in rhythm and in sync yesterday. Look at it this way. Stefan had eight balls thrown to him yesterday. He caught seven of them for over 80 yards. I mean, so obviously um, that was a, a missing piece of the offense that they got going yesterday. All right, Sal. So we fast forward to next week, 1 o'clock Sunday. You've got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming into town, and there could be a whole lot of snow. I mean, we're watching this forecast. Are you going to be watching more uh, Steelers tape or uh, more radar uh, between now and huh. next week? A little bit of both, I guess, you know, and I don't love that because it's always the weather's the ultimate equalizer, especially against a team like Pittsburgh that's going to want to play more of a low-scoring game and, you know, not they're not going to try to outscore you. I'd, I'd really like to have clean conditions for the Bills to be able to you know, move the ball down the field, so you never know, but um, should be an interesting one. Obviously, the Bills in the two-seed. It's a much different path now. They get the Steelers at home, and then either Kansas City or the winner of Cleveland-Houston, uh, depending if they win, of course, the Bills, Instead of Miami now has to go to Kansas City next week, and then if they win that game, they'd have to go to Baltimore, where the Bills would avoid the Ravens for a couple of weeks if they can take care of their own business. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And how great is it that it's a Sunday 1 o'clock game? Oh, yeah, I, I like that. 
I will say, though, the, the Steelers do have an extra day to prepare. Remember, they played Saturday night. The Bills played late Sunday night, get in early Monday morning. So they're going to have to get right back after it. So a little bit of an advantage for the Steelers. But for their sake, a disadvantage not having T.J. Watt, most likely. Um, maybe the defensive player of the year in the NFL. We'll see what his status is. Didn't look good when he got injured. And for the Bills, they had some significant injuries last night that we'll monitor, guys. Um Rasul Douglas left with a knee injury. Gabe Davis left with a knee injury. Tyrell Dodson with a shoulder injury. And Ty Johnson with a concussion. So we're going to stay on that all week. Okay. Sal, thanks so much. Uh, Hopefully you're able to get some rest at some point. Uh, Sal Capaccio was on the call on the sideline last night for an insanely exciting game as the Bills beat the Dolphins, win the AFC East, and get ready for a home playoff game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.